I just want to give a shout out to the people in the U.S., Germany, Ireland, United Kingdom, Singapore, Vietnam, Iceland, Mexico, Canada, the Netherlands, and Nigeria who are following our podcast. Hope you all like what you're hearing. Hope you can stand it. But otherwise, welcome to episode 122 of Under the Call of MS. And we are still going to go with the up-and-coming items coming in the future so we can get through these things and get back to a regular show for the rest of the month. But this is What's in the Bag, episode number five. And today we are starting out with Noctira number two. Uh, is out and has some really cool covers. Of course, back to the covers again. Full Throttle Dark, Part 2. Belle brings her passengers to their first truck stop, the Neon Grove. But with her brother getting worse by the minute and dark forces in hot pursuit, our ferryman finds herself faced with a grave decision. It's still one that I want to follow see where it goes so i have that on my list for that purpose now we're going to jump over to aftershock comics phantom on the scan number one 20 years ago a comet fell a comet fell to earth since that night matthew has been haunted haunted by a spirit that gives him incredible psychic abilities these abilities come with a price, and payment is due. Every time Matthew uses his gifts, he draws closer to death and other psych- other psychics, all of whom gain their powers on the night the comet fell, are dying in the most horrible of ways. To save himself, Matthew gathers a group of psychics to solve the mystery of their powers before it's too late. It's an interesting storyline. Aftershock Comics usually does a pretty good job what they put out, so I will definitely be checking it out. Then we got Pizza Punk's graphic novel. It's just like the 80s style cover. Looks interesting. It's by Conundrum Press. A punk rock celebration of pizza in all its gooey glory. Dive deep into the world of cheese-loving, crust-craving, sauce-savoring punks with award-winning cartoonist Cole Pauls. In Pizza Punks, Pauls pushes the limits of pizza devotion by exploring just how far an extremely dedicated punk might go to attain the cheesiest of pies. Backpack, pizza, sure. Couch, pizza, absolutely. Even uh, even mosh pizza isn't off limit limits. Pineapple pizza, though, that's a little more controversial. I don't know why. I mean, if you have a, if you like spicy stuff, you you'd want it that way. But have a. Deluxe style pizza minus the anchovies. 
and you sit there and put a bunch of jalapenos on it and a bunch of thick chunks of pineapple. You get that burn with that instant cool of the sweet pineapple, and it is perfect. At the moment, I have a cat trying to get situated on me. <laughs> and he's not doing a good job of it. So, all right. So that was by Conundrum Press. Check that out. Pizza Punks, the graphic novel. Next things up, we got some pop figures. They got Garbage Pal Kids ones coming out now. A couple of them that I liked were Alligator. Got the kid that's the alligator form, and he's got a fish in his mouth. Yeah, the Pop Garbage Kids Pal, Garbage Pale Kids, Jay Decay. He's a zombified character. He's cool looking. Also from Pop, you have Star Wars, Star Wars concept, alternate Vader vinyl bobblehead. Kind of cool looking. If you're into the Star Wars, Star Wars characters, check him out. And then for Valentine's Day, which they're not releasing them till June, so it makes no sense that they got these out there so late. I don't know why they won't just wait till the following Valentine's Day or get them out now. But they got some pink Star Wars characters, and one is Chewbacca. He's holding a big heart. A chocolate heart box. And then the other one I liked was the Darth Vader one. He's holding a little smaller chocolate box. But yeah, they're pink figures for Valentine's Day. But for some reason, they're not, they're bringing them out so late. And they should have had those back in the January or December catalogs. But who knows? COVID time screws everything up. All right, getting back to the comic books. We got Project Patron number one by Aftershock Comics. 30 years ago, the world watched in horror as the patron, a hero sent, sent as humanitarian aid from a different dimension, went punch for punch with Wool, a primordial beast and a perfect match for our mighty protector. In the end, hero and villain alike fell, but the Patreon returned and continues to defend us to this day. At least that's what we've been all told. The truth is, the Patreon died that day along with Wool. The UN replaced the Patron with a Reploid, designed to mimic the real Patron and continue on his mission of protection. Today, the patron Reploid is secretly piloted by an elite team, a team prepared for anything except for the death of one of their own. Uh, could be interesting. If you like that story idea, check it out. And we got Radio Apocalypse number one. This is by Vault Comics. Long after the rock out of space, after the rock out of space struck the world, 
and turned it all to dust. Bakerstown stands the last radio station on the planet. Radio Apocalypse. Broadca broadcasting <laughs> into the unknown. A beacon in the dark for those who wander the lost places. Now change is coming to Bakerstown. Among the refugees flocking into the already precarious settlement, an orphan boy, Ryan, caught in the indiscretion, will twine his fate with the radio station, and in doing so, begin this mixtape of love and heartbreak and inter interminable hope. This soundtrack to the end of the world. This soundtrack to the end of the world. Sounds interesting to me. The reason I liked it, it kind of grabbed my eyes. It reminded me of Fallout. All the Fallout games, you got the lone radio station playing in the background as you're wandering the wasteland. And that's how this grabbed me. So I will check it out because of that. And I like that it's by Vault Comics. It's just like entering the vault from Fallout. But <laughs> Don't mind me, just a bunch of gibberish. But yeah, check it out if that's your type of thing. I'm getting attacked by a cat, sticking his face in my mouth. <laughs> Representation immobilized, graphic novel. Gouillard scuffles, seedy matinees, run-ins with inept riot cops. Representation Immobilized is an unflinching look through the smudged lenses of Rick Tremble's glasses at his early years in Montreal. After a midnight move from a crumbling apartment, Tremble's gradually started bringing all his childhood belongings back, bit by bit, which started triggering memories from his past. Worried about them fading from memory as time wore on, he took the opportunity to document them before they could vanish. One of his last entries in his series in this series questioned the nature of selective memory by certain inanites from one's past might resonate more than others. Has an interesting little concept to it, but that's by Conundrum Press. Strange little cover, but something I could see picking up in the future if I see it in a sale. All right, yeah. Going back to DC Comics, we got Robin Volume 5, number one. It has some cool covers. After learning of the deadly League of Lazarus tournament, Damian Wayne has a new mission, winning the tournament and prove he is the greatest fighter in the DC universe. First, he must find the secret island where it's all going down. This brand new solo Robin series will force Damian Wayne to find his own path away from both sides of the, his family. New mysteries, new supporting cast, First appearances of new characters and lots of fights. So, yeah, basically, they're going to 
redo every character again, I guess, or something. Who knows? Because all the characters on the cover, I, I recognize these characters. So if these are all new characters, characters, then that just means they're reformulating all the characters again. And if you're new to the series, that'd be a good point to jump on. If you're not new to Robin, then you might, may or may not like this. I don't know. I haven't been reading all the updated stuff. I don't know how many kids now Batman has taken, got killed or whatever. That's <laughs> just not not my cup of tea, but I'm sure someone's into DC wouldn't be one of the two top companies if they people didn't like all the characters. <laughs> all right, we got Robot Robonic R O B O N I C. Robotic. It's Robotic Stooges Return Number One. Faster than a speeding locomotive, able to leap tall villains with a single spring. The Robotic Stooges. Saturday morning cartoons are back. You remember sitting with a huge bowl of cereal, laughing at the exploits of the Three Stooges as superheroes? Nope. <laughs> we do. And we're bringing a whole new generation these awesome laugh-a-minute adventures. The cartoon was part of the classic Hanna-Barbera Saturday morning lineup and was created by Norman Mauer, S.A. Check, and Philip Murphy. Sent the imbecile gauntlet, a story that finds our junkyard robotic heroes in control of a cosmic doohickey. And Jordan Gertrowitz and Jorge, Jorge Pacheco deliver Fright at the Museum, where the boys must save the museum by defeating a low-rent Gandalf. The Robonic Stooges is available with three covers, main by Eric Shanor, Valiant by Jorge Pacheco, and a 350, 350 copy limited edition black and white collector's variant. That is by American Mythology. If that interests you, check it out. Uh, cover one has like an infinity gauntlet cover, cover A. But yeah, I don't know. I remember the cartoony stooges, but didn't really get into them. So. I did like the Hanna-Barbera cartoons back in the day. So I'd buy it on a discount rack. All right. Rolly Jefferson's Awesome Friendly Spooky Stories Hardcover by Amulet Books. Scare yourself silly with Rolly Jefferson's Awesome Friendly Spooky Stories by Jeff Kinney, the best-selling author of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Grab a flashlight, crawl under the covers, and dive into the twisted, unexpectedly hilarious world of R Rolly Jefferson's imagination. You'll meet zombies, vampires, ghosts, and much more in these comically terrifying tales. Rolly's spooky stories might leave you laughing, but beware. You could end up sleeping with the lights on. <clears throat> I like spooky stories. They're always fun. If you like those, check that out. 
And speaking of fun, spooky stories, <laughs> I know it's a long, ongoing run, and I keep mentioning them, but Scooby-Doo, where are you, number 109? And they're nice. They're inexpensive. They're always fun. You get a couple stories in each one, usually. Fred Skills are well-known around town for creating many of the traps used to capture monsters. He is invited to test out the new Coolsville Escape Room Complex. The gang takes along to help out. But can Fred and his friends now escape being trapped by a creepy chimera haunting the halls? Or will it be game over for Mystery Incorporated? This one might only be a single single storyline. I don't know. Usually they, the ones I've bought in the past usually have two stories in them. But check it out. Got a cool Chimera cover called Green Neonish with the Chimera chasing after the gang. Uh, I buy anything, Scooby. All right, we got Scoop Scuttle and his pals. Crackpot comics of Basil Wolverton. Trade paperback by Pantographics. This Basil Wolverton retro. Retrospective collects the ultra rare classics Scoop Scuttle, Mystery Moot, Bing Bang Buster, and Jumpin' Jupiter, as they've never been seen before. When first published published in ten cent comic books, Wolverton's intricate intricate line work was routinely obscured. In this collection, every effort has been made to restore the art to its original splendor and to at and to at last present the uniquely detailed graphics of this justly rever, revered comic book master. Right, I want to check you out. I don't really recognize those comic characters, but I like going back to the old comics and seeing what they had to offer. Now this one looks like a new setup, Shadow Man, Shadow Man, Volume 6, Number 1, by Valiant Entertainment. From the best-selling master of horror, Cullen Bunn, Venom, and bone-chilling artist, John Davis, Hunt, from Clean Room, comes a shocking supernatural odyssey. The forces of darkness are awakening, and they are hungry for life. Will Jack Bonifaki, Bonifaki, feared by the forces of evil as the protector Shadowman, be able to save us all? Now, if you know anything about the character and you want to go on the next ongoing run with it, check it out. He's, I think he's always been with Valiant Entertainment. But then if you want a little bit of fun from Archie Comics, She's Josie, trade paperback. Before she was part of Josie and the Pussycats, she was just Josie. See how this world-famous rock star started out as an average high school teen with her BFFs, the ditzy Melody and the quick and witty Pepper. Josie gets caught up in all sorts of misadventures. Check out this collection and meet her boyfriend, Albert, the Rotten Kabat twins, Alex and Alexandria, 
and many more in this chronological collection of the classic 1960s series. <laughs> I totally forgot about that, but yeah, there were just Josie comics back in the day that I had or have some. It's, I just always think of Josie and the Pussycats when I think of it. All right. If you're, uh, if you know anything about these characters, you might enjoy them, but I thought this one was really cool looking because he's just a little black painted Nendoroid character holding on to a little, uh, doll is and he's got a purple hat on. I just, he just looks so cool. So cool looking, but I don't know nothing about this, but it's Shin Megami Tensei's Black Frost Nendoroid. So, I mean, they got a pretty penny for it they're asking for, it, but yeah, if you're into that, they got that. They may have some other ones that came out with it too, but that was one I thought was cool looking. Then we got Silver Coin number one. This is done by Image, Image Comics. Eisner Award-winning artist Michael Walsh teams with an all-star lineup of collaborator, collaborators Chip Zdarsky, Kelly Thompson, Ed Brisson, and Jeff Lemire on a new horror anthology miniseries for mature readers. Each issue will tell a tale of terror in a shared supernatural world. The story starts in 1978 with a Falling rock band, failing rock band, whose fortune suddenly changes when they find the mysterious silver coin. Little do they know that fame comes with a cost, and the curse is always hungry. Kind of reminds me of they had a Friday the Thirteenth series wasn't based at all on the Friday the Thirteenth character <clears throat> Jason. It was more like a, an antique store that I kept finding weird, strange things and stuff. And that's kind of what the feeling I get from this. But yeah, uh, Silver Coin will represent itself throughout the different stories or if they'll use different items to cause the issues. But South Park. <laughs> this is a must-have for any South Park fans. They got a Kenny Anatomy. 8-inch art figure. And it's got Kenny split in half. One side skeletal Kenny. One side's regular Kenny. You got it all cut open and stuff. And it's, it's cool looking. It's by Kid Robot. They got a little heavy price on it. But for an 8-inch figure, trying to get you to fork out 65 bucks or whatever. Check that out if you're a South Park fan. And along with that, with other South Park Things. One of my other favorite things in South Park was the Member Berries episode. Member? Member Berries? <laughs> they have a South Park pin that's a vine of Member Berries. And they also have a South Park pin of Cartman mooning you, both by Zen Monkey Studios. Check those out. Spawn is up number 317. It has a wicked looking cover. I I just love cover A. And then I, I love what I just recently did. Some more reviews on Spawn. 
and they got they're doing a good job with it i'm kind of curious where it's going to keep going see what happens with all the different spawn characters that are popping up and we got we had the avengers man thing last month and this month they're talking about spider-man curse of the man thing one shot cover well they have different covers for it but one i liked has man thing kind of like earthied up and spider-man and the lizard are fighting on top of his back yeah i like what they're doing with the man thing character discover the horror man thing hides within if you dare and things supernatural abilities have been pirated thanks to Harrower, a zealot intent on clearing humanity off the board so a new species can get a shot at top. The world burns and fear is the accelerant. Meanwhile, Spider-Man races across New York, desperate to avert disaster, and find the one man that just might be able to get through, through to Man-Thing, his former colleague, Kurt Connors, a.k.a. The Lizard. But deep within the Man-Thing's psyche, it's Spider-Man that discovers something he never expected, a devilish secret, and a doctor seeking redemption. This is part two of three. It's a one-shot, so I'm guessing they're going to do three different Man-Thing one-shots, and they're all going to join together, which I don't know why they just didn't do part one, part two, but part three and stay in Instead of saying it's a one shot, but it's still a part two of three. So check that out by Marvel Comics, of course. All right, sticking with the Spidey, we also have Spider Man Spider's Shadow, number one. What if Peter Parker became Venom? Peter Parker once put on an alien suit that nearly destroyed his life, but what if he'd never taken it off? Ignoring every warning, Spidey embraces the dark symbiote. Haunted by terrible nightmares and exhausted by an endless barrage of bad guys, Peter can't seem to catch a break these days. So when the Hobgoblin attacks, he finds a hero at the end of his rope and vulnerable to new dark impulses. Spider-Man is about to change his rules, but is truly but is it truly Peter who is in charge? Creative powerhouses Chip Zdarsky, Pasquale Ferry, and Matt Hollingsworth bring you a terrifying tale of Peter Parker possessed and on the edge. Uh, if you like the Venom symbiote, like Spider-Man, is a good one for you. Check it out. They have steak number two coming out. I got the steak kick cart. Kickstarter, which I'm still waiting for the number one to come through from that. I'm looking forward to it. Then we got Star Wars Adventures 2020 Volume 1, The Light and the Dark Trade Paperback by IDW Publishing. Brand new middle grade stories featuring all your favorite characters from the far reaches of the Star Wars galaxy. Spanning the entire Skywalker saga and beyond. Includes three oversized stories featuring Rey, 
Finn, and Pole. Gaigon, Jin, and the mighty Wookiees of Kaziak and Padme and Anakin, plus half a dozen short stories including Tales of Villainy, starring Kylo Ren and Darth Vader himself. First, Poe and Finn take Rey to a remote planet to continue her Jedi training, but they're surprised to find that the First Order's reach extends far and wide. Then Gwygon joins the Wookiees, Wookiees of Cassiac for a special Life Day celebration. Oh, no. <laughs> and after that, Padme and Anakin face a major predicament as they struggle to navigate the politics of the Republic. Meanwhile, on the dark side, Kylo Ren faces the difficulties of leadership and the politics of fear, and following the Siege of Hoth, Darth Vader explores the secrets of the abandoned rebel base. All this and new stories of dastardly, dastardly exploits by Grand Moff Tarkin, Dark Maul, Tobias Beckett, and Val, and the sinister Nihil. So check that out if you're a Star Wars fan. You might enjoy that. Running out of time again. We still didn't finish off. We're going to still have to do another episode. Who knows how many we're going to have by the time we're done. But yeah, there's a lot of items this month. So <clears throat> check those out. Hope you enjoy them. Hope you find something that you like. Talk to you again soon. Be good to yourself and others. Peace out.